friends in the industry. So a consistent message that I try and portray whenever I'm discussing the transportation industry is the variety of opportunities that exist within our industry that literally can be pursued by anyone that's willing to say yes and just go for it. So opportunities such as becoming a professional driver, a warehouse supervisor, maybe a dispatcher or operations manager, or better yet, getting into health and safety. There are hundreds of ways as you as a person and as a professional can navigate your journey in our industry. Yes, literally hundreds. But in order to get there, you need to be willing to get uncomfortable and potentially scare yourself. And no, I don't mean life or death, just discomfort to make your dreams a reality. So I'm Josh Annabury, your host here at the Truck Focus Podcast. And our mission here is simple. We're connecting industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. So during our episode today, I'm super excited as I get to speak with Angel Power, who will walk us through her journey in our industry and how she was able to do exactly that. She was able to make her lifelong dream something that has been in her blood since she's literally been a kid into her reality by becoming a professional driver after a very interesting situation occurred. So Angel didn't stop though, though, which I also think is super cool. She also went on to write an incredible book, A Trucker Girl's Dream, and she's doing a lot more. So before we get started, I do highly recommend that you learn more about Angel's book and purchase a copy for yourself. I've also included that link in the show notes. So my encouragement as you listen to our conversation is to really think about what is it that you want to accomplish in your life and what's something that you find yourself constantly dreaming about and go for it. Make it your reality. As you will soon hear, Angel has a really incredible ability of encouraging others to have themselves believing, yes, this is possible. Yes, my dreams, I absolutely can achieve it. And I just think that's a phenomenal gift. So I really look forward to the impact this conversation is going to have. Let's get to it. Okay, I am super excited for our episode today as I have uh, my friend Angel Power on the podcast, and I just really want to welcome you, Angel. I'm really excited for our listeners, <clears throat> obviously for myself, and uh, we were just chatting before we hit record, and when you start connecting dots on who's who in industry and what's what and how you've really navigated an incredible path between multiple industries and you're able to use all that experience obviously in the transportation industry i think it's fascinating and um, that the big reason why we even started the podcast is i like connecting with people that know a lot more than i do that have been able to experience a lot of cool things in our industry and i'm just yeah i'm really excited for today really excited to talk about your book Obviously, that's a big part of our conversation and kind of the point, okay, what happened to lead up to the book, how having a book is going, what's next, all that good stuff. But again, I just really want to welcome you and I'm just really excited. So welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So That's awesome. And I really appreciate it. So to start us off, can you give us a recap of who you are, but also if you think about how you got involved in the transportation industry, if you wanted to kind of speak on that, if it was a particular event that happened that you're like, hey, this is actually pretty cool or yeah, so a recap of who you are and how you got involved in the transportation industry. Um, I've been involved in kind of like to think I've been involved in the transportation industry since I was a child, a young girl. Um, my father had a cousin who owned a company in Nova Scotia, and um, I spent a great deal of time um, hanging around the garage and the big rigs, and I've had a love for the trucking industry since I was a young girl. So um, as I grew older, um, 
I uh, did what most women did back in uh, their early days. They get married, they have children. And um, once the children were grown up, then I decided to um, pursue a career in the industry. I worked in the entertainment industry prior to that and decided to leave entertain the entertainment industry and move into trucking, which um, had been a part of my life all my life. So um, that's really uh, the event that got me started. And um, it just um, took a few years to get there. And um, I had the opportunity to, um, to do uh, some very unique things for a woman in the industry. Um, I worked oversized in heavy haul. I was trained oversized in heavy haul. And um, so for women in that part of the industry, I consider myself extremely lucky. Um, although for all the women out there, it's absolutely possible that um, if that's uh, an area where uh, they want to work, um, flat deck, floats, um, it is possible. Nice. Powerful. So I, I think right away our listeners will know what they can expect when we're having our conversation is I really admire your mindset. And so when you're talking about as a young kid, picturing yourself, because my 12 year old, he became really involved in kind of this entire journey with me over the last 15, 16 months. So I put myself in his shoes when I'm introducing him to people, if we're going to different convoys, if we're going to different expos, if we're going to really anything industry related, because there's so many things that stick with you, which obviously uh, you can speak to. And how was it then growing up in that environment, becoming a mom, obviously being a wife, all that great stuff, the kids leave. How was that thought process for you then to navigate? You're like, you know what? now is the time like how was that for you was it like a you woke up in the middle of the night with cold sweats thinking that's it I'm going for it or how yeah how did you process that um I actually had a conversation with a trucker and it was a very um impromptu meeting um and I um I was coming from booking a, a an entertainment venue um, stopped for breakfast, had a conversation with a trucker at a truck stop, and um, that was it. And the uh, first chapter of my book, Take the Risk or Lose the Chance, um, I decided to leave entertainment at that very moment, pretty much, and um, went on the road. And I was on the road for about two or three weeks, and I said, This is what I want to do. And while I was on the road, um, I met a woman who had two university degrees and we had a conversation in a truck stop. She was a trucker and she played a very strong part in me making the decision that I, that I made. It wasn't really a decision. Um, I had dreamed of trucking all my life. Um, dreamed of like most truckers, I think when we're, when we grow up around big, big rigs, you dream of driving, you dream of owning your own truck, maybe someday owning a company. Um, those are dreams. And um, I believe um, wholeheartedly in trying to live your dreams and taking every opportunity that you can to achieve those dreams. Powerful. So powerful. So it's what's really cool is 
I'm excited to talk a little bit more about your experience with the uh, the trucker at the truck stop. And um, so I identify something in that space is called a pivotal impact, where that's what they had in your life. They showed you something, they gave you some guidance and like, yeah, it's possible. Here you are today. So I think that's really cool. So shout out to them. And before we get into your book, um, can you drop the name of the title and where people can go to purchase a copy? It's called A Trucker Girl's Dream. And it's available on Amazon and Google and Kindle and um, a variety of um, online areas. That's awesome. That's where awesome. you Good. would buy books. Good. Good. Yeah, I'll make sure to include the link too, because I think it's really important. So my call to action to our listeners literally is to click the link right now. Make sure that you get a copy because it's just, yeah, we got to make sure that we're supporting industry professionals like yourself, Angel. And yeah, my order is set to come. Super excited for that. So, or my book, I should say, is set to come. So can you, we'll, we'll stop here. And I want to kind of talk a little bit on the conversations, if you're comfortable with it, where um, the professional driver, you guys were sitting at the coffee shop. Can you kind of talk us through the events that happened? Um, when you first shared, why well, I, I think this is really cool is when you first shared this to me, I was literally like, I know you can't see me right now, but my face was like, jaw drop, like, you're serious. Hey, Josh here. Just a quick interruption of our conversation as I really want to encourage you to purchase a copy of Angel's book, A Trucker Girl's Dream. I've included the link in the show notes. So ask you click it right now and go make yourself that much better by purchasing a copy. Let's get back to the episode. So are you comfortable sharing that story? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, I stopped for breakfast. Actually, it's the first chapter of the book. That's about the only uh, the only thing that's um, pretty, uh, pretty accurate. Um, I stopped and to get breakfast. And, um, like I said earlier, I was coming from booking the last venue show. I, um, couldn't get a seat. And when I travel, uh, primarily I travel in a half ton and I stop everywhere at the truck stops. I'm a trucker at heart, always have been. And it's in your blood, I think. And, even though I wasn't at that time driving a big rig, um, I live the life of a trucker. I sleep in the back seat of my half ton when I travel. Um, I truck, I stop at truck stops. But anyway, I was, um, I stopped at a truck stop, went in. There's a counter usually where um, the guys that are in a hurry can come in, sit down, grab something to eat, and get out. So the place was packed, and the trucker counter was empty. So I asked the waitress if I could sit and um, have a, have my breakfast. And I said, you know, I just basically said to her, um, I'm alone, all I want is breakfast. She said, and I asked if I could sit at the trucker counter and she said, sure. So I sat down and this trucker came in and sat down beside me and we had a conversation and um, he, uh, he was on his way to Regina. And he said, you're more than welcome to come with me if you like. And so I thought about it. I had to. I mean, it was a 20-minute conversation. We exchanged telephone numbers. And I continued on my way home. And I sat and thought about it. And I thought, you only live once, right? Take the risk, leave the chance. So I decided that I would take the risk. And I accepted the invitation. And I went uh, on the trip 
And like I said, I, then I met a woman in uh, Regina, actually, who was very instrumental in my decision. When I came back, I stayed on the road for eh, a little while and then um, signed up. That would have been in August. I signed up for a course at the end of October. Wow. I, gave up, I gave up the enter entertainment industry, which I had been in for quite some time, and went, I'm going to do this. I've wanted to do it all my life, and um, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but I'm going to do it anyway, and um, I took a big risk. I agree when, you know, you meet a stranger and you get in a truck, and I had traveled um, extensively with um, entertainers and had, you know, so I wasn't adverse to um, that type of um, meeting. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, I just did it. And as a result, I got my license. Like I said, I hauled oversized and heavy haul and um, then uh, carried on. Good for you. And I'm really glad you shared that story because I think... <laughs> <laughs> When I picture this whole conversation happening, I'm like, like, I'm very fortunate. I know a lot of professional drivers and they're honestly some of the best people that I know. They're very diligent. They're humble. They're hardworking. And I don't think sometimes they, um, they understand just how incredible they are. So when you can have a, like a good conversation with someone and how I identify what you went through is called instant trust or instant trust where it's like, yeah, this is a good guy. This is great sharing some stories. And then that whole adventure led you to, you know what, I'm going to go get my CDL. I think that is so cool. And I think not enough times in life, people will be curious enough and give themselves enough credit to say, Hey, what, what am I going to lose? Let's go for it. So I think that's really cool. It's really special. And I like that you refer back to uh, the other gal there that really did help your journey too, because yeah, I really admire people that are willing to share advice, lend a hand, especially if they don't really have to. They're just like, hey, like, how can I help? And yeah, anyway, I think that's really special. So I'm glad that you shared that. Your time hauling heavy haul too. It's, I think that's really interesting because again, learning from your experience and just knowing what I know about this part of the industry, I'm like, wow, that is beast mode. Like that is so cool just to think of the oversized equipment that you would have been obviously interacting with and being like, this is fun. This is cool. Like I just, yeah, I really respect where your heart's at. So that's sweet. It was a blast. It was a blast. Um, I've hauled excavators, loaders, um, big air conditioners for grocery stores, um, rock crushers. So, and I've hauled um, tracking. Um, so, it, um, yeah, it was uh, it was fun um, climbing up over the equipment, using the chains, the binders. Uh, ratchet straps, corners, whatever needed to be done, um, driving the excavators and loading them. Um, it was uh, it was a blast. And I looked at it more like I didn't need a gym membership. <laughs> yeah. it, um, when you're working chains and binders and it's hard work. Yeah. It's very hard work. And um, I like that part of it too. I was having a blast. I loved it. Good, good. 
And this is this is cool. So again, we our listener base is quite broad in industry. And I like hearing these types of perspectives because yeah, like literally lugging chains and boomers and trying to tie down combinations. <laughs> it's hard work. <laughs> And weather, like, it's not like you're in a warehouse being like, oh, this is fun. It's like, no, 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 I'm literally sinking in a foot of mud. And yeah, there's uh, all sorts to it, but it's nice <laughs> hearing the laugh. And yeah, just... oh, I, I hauled a cube, I unloaded or no, loaded a cube van um, in the middle of the winter time. And let me tell you, by the time I was done, I couldn't feel my feet. Uh, we had to break in order to get into, uh, you know, get in, warm up, then go back out. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, cold. Like I said, it's hard work. It's not easy. Yes. Um, it's, uh, but it's a lot of fun, depending on your perspective. You can either look at it as going, oh, my God, it's so cold and I don't want to do this. Or you can go, this is great. Yes. And I'm going to have fun with this. And that's the attitude I took. And the more I did, the more I wanted to do. Yes. Whether it was in minus 50 degrees or minus 40 degrees, or whether it was um, plus 30 degrees, yes. because you're sweating bullets in plus 30. <laughs> so you drink a lot of water. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so Jim, if you own a gym and you're listening to this right now, no, no disrespect, but I agree. Why do you need a gym when your, uh, yeah, your forearms are getting lean and just, yeah, that was my claim to fame was I'm like, cause when I was pulling chains, it's like, you get really sore at first and then you get really strong. But then when you're doing like things in different environments and you have really strong grip and forearms, I'm like, yeah, I can break that off for you. No problem. Just, yeah. I used to laugh at that. So that's funny. And when you're using the winch bar, um, especially if you're a female, sometimes, I guess, um, the, the other guys, they just laugh because I would be hanging off the winch bar because I'm not as strong, of course, and you don't want to lose your load. You want everything to be tight and, you know, you don't want to uh, lose your load going down the road. So trying to make sure that your chains and, and um, your straps and everything are secure and trying to um, wind that winch bar or the yeah, the, with the winch bar. I mean, I would be swinging off of it because I'd be trying to get it so tight. Uh, so funny. I can, I just, I laugh because I can picture it and I'd be like, oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it, it's a different challenge. But again, you're right though, when you mentioned that it's how you look at it and it's like, I don't know, you can dictate your feelings. Like you have that control, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's cool. So, well, I'm glad you shared that. I really wanted to get this part out because again, it just highlights what's an industry, but it highlights your experience <laughs> and it just makes me giggle. So, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, 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 exactly. So what happened then when, obviously we're going to talk about your book a little bit now is a trucker, a trucker girl's dream. So what happened? You're having fun. You're flat checking. You're meeting great people. <laughs> What made you think? Was it like, okay, look at this excise excavator. I'm going to write a book. Is that what happened or what kind of <laughs> took place <laughs> just for the book concept? And then obviously you took action. You wrote the first book. Can you kind of walk us through what uh, took place there? Um, 
I've written um, I've written a great deal for um, newspapers, and magazines over the years, and on a variety of subjects. And I thought this is a dream, and so why not highlight the dream? The book um, is a twofold, really. I mean, it deals with trucking. There are things in it that um, I feel should be addressed within the industry. And um, there are, everybody loves a love story. So I, I've read many books over the years and, you know, you always love a love story. Everybody does. So I thought, okay, let's highlight the trucking industry and my dream, which that was my dream to drive truck, to own my own truck, to own my own company, the same as I had grown up in all my life. This would be, this would have been great for me. And sometimes we look back and say, you know, did I take the right path? I sh maybe I should have done it when I was 20. Um, but the, uh, the opportunity was there. And so I took it when I did. And then the book highlights my feelings um, of living my dream. The long story is secondary. Um, what I really wanted to focus on was the industry. And there are people out there, including females, who um, do dream of driving a truck. And, you know, when the little boys grow up and with their dads and their trucking and that kind of thing, they a lot of times go into trucking, just like their dads. It's in your blood. I grew up around big rigs. Um, it's in my blood. I live the life of a trucker, even though I am retired now. Yeah. Exciting. I've always lived the life of a trucker. I've yeah. always been a trucker. Yeah. So the yeah. book came, the book came um after uh after the uh the experiences nice nice good for you and what I, I so i admire a lot there because i know a lot of people well i don't know that many people but i've heard, i've had enough conversations with people that say i want to write a book one day and i'm one of them like be very honest and i'm like I, don't, I can't say i'm at the point where that helps me go to sleep at night but i think a lot of times when you evaluate your life there's things that you think you'll do one day that help you go to sleep at night oh that's a tomorrow project so i don't have to think about that right now so i really admire that a you recognize you've been a writer for a long time but the fact that you've been able to articulate your journeys your thoughts your dreams into a book i think is phenomenal and I think the fact that you can still be such an advocate for our industry, being in our industry essentially for a lifetime, I think is just phenomenal. So I'm really glad that you shared that. Thank you. Uh, the industry, the industry is um, right now. Um, I feel is in a um, in a change. Um, you have truckers and you have drivers. There are those in the industry who are truckers. It's their way of life. It's a lifestyle. And it's not a lifestyle for everybody. And I found um, when I was going to school, um, some of the opinions, attitudes of the students, other than myself, because I'm a trucker, 
um, they, um, it was, it was a job. This is not a job. This is a lifestyle. It's hard work. It's not just sitting behind a wheel waiting for the, the stoplight to change. It's not easy. There's a lot of, um, things about it when you're looking at weights and where they sit on your, on your wheels, how you're, how you're loading the mathematics included. Um, sometimes I think, um, the opinion, the opinion of the, of the public is they're just truck drivers, but they're not, this is a skilled labor force. And until you actually sit in the driver's seat, you don't really understand what they deal with on a daily basis. Yes. These men and women are out there in weather that nobody would even go outside their door in to drive. Yes. Um, it's, it's not just backing up to a loading dock and unloading and reloading and going down the road. There's a lot of hard work. And if the truck breaks down and you're on the side of the road, um, that's that load is late. That in turn sets off a ripple effect. They have schedules to meet. They deal with traffic. They, they deal with people who cut them off and don't realize that that truck has 80,000 pounds in it. Or it could, you know, at one point I was hauling 145,000 pounds. You just can't stop on a dime. And when you're on the 401 and you're in rush hour and people are cutting in front of you and you're trying to give yourself room so that if you have to stop, you've got enough room because of the weight behind you. And then somebody cuts you off and you're continually trying to get yourself back away from the rear end of that car. Because if you hit it, that's a big load coming over that car. So I have thought many times that um, people who drive um, four wheelers, as it's called in our industry, cars, trucks, half tons, um, everybody should have to sit in the driver's seat of a semi and at least take one trip. Yes. They understand what those drivers are dealing with. Yes. These guys are driving, guys and girls are driving in snowstorms and rainstorms and tornadoes and floods and anything and everything that you can think of. Yes. So for the, uh, for the driver, the, the guy that's going down the road or the girl that's going down the road in a, in a, uh, you know, four wheel car and looks out the window on a Saturday and says, um, no, I'm not going anywhere today. The roads are too bad. The truckers are out there. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for the truckers, you wouldn't have anything in your house. Nothing. Everything we have in our homes, everything that's in a store comes by truck. So if the store is out of, in my case at some times, printer ink, 
um, you got to wait until the trucker gets there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. You, if you want, um, you know, your steak for supper, um, and the trucker is late, then your steak for supper is not going to get there. Yes. Um, you want your, um, your Chesterfield, your jacket, your boots, your screwdriver, the nuts and bolts. It all comes by truck. Yes. There isn't a there isn't a train station that pulls up to your house and says, "Here's your here's your package." Yes. UPS, Canada Post, everybody delivers by truck. So they're and they're not a unskilled labor. They are very skilled yeah. at what they do how they handle those vehicles. Um, I have great respect, even, I, I mean, I am a trucker, but I've had great respect for truckers all my life and the conditions that they work under and the conditions that they drive under. Yes. I've driven white knuckle in freezing rain and it's not fun. It's not fun at all. So, um, all power to the guys and girls out there. Be safe. Agreed. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I would love for a, uh, regardless of age, when you first obtain just your basic driver's license, depending where you live, I know they're called a little different, and just applying an air brake system and just why is it delayed? Why is it not stopping? It's just like, exactly. And then adding, you said 140, 145,000 pounds was your heaviest load? Yeah. Yeah. So A, most people can't fathom what that actually is when your typical car, let's just say like a Honda Accord or something like that, maybe 3,500 pounds. So you're literally, what, 13 of those? And um, it's just, to me, yeah, I absolutely agree. And my... Uh, when you're talking, so anytime someone really advocates for professional drivers, my son drew a picture um, when the pandemic first started, when uh, the thank you truck, I call it a movement was happening. And uh, I look at that picture because I'm like, if my son can comprehend the value that professional drivers, men and women bring to society and to our communities, and you're absolutely right. You want a steak for dinner? Great. Do you have a cow? No. Who had the cow? Well, a farmer. Okay. Well, that entire process, how many times did a, like a professional driver in a transport move that cow just so you could have steak on your dinner plate? Like it's crazy. So the admiration that you have and it's lifelong, I think is really wonderful. And that needs to be more and more because part of it is society needs to appreciate the value, but also our industry needs to appreciate the value. And I think a lot of times in the level of hierarchy, professional drivers aren't where they need to be, but they're problem solvers, they're customer service reps, they deal with law enforcement. They're some of the biggest marketers that you have in your company because they have your logos literally side to side. And it's like, okay, let's advocate for these people and really uplift them as professionals. Let's celebrate them as people because then people will feel good about being people. And I think, yeah, our industry, there's a shift that needs to happen again because the Thank a Trucker movement, I think, helps put some positive attention on it, but it felt like a fad. Like once you could kind of see it slow down a little bit, it's just like, no, 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 no. Like, let's like, 
this could be a daily, this could be by minute by minute event to saying, thank you. Really appreciate what you're doing. Hey, yeah, I'll get out of your way. I'm a small vehicle. Those little things really do help the entire greater good. And then, yeah, the domino effect of a delay, it could be detrimental. It could be missing a kid's birthday because you were supposed to offload at this time. Now you're not offloading to this time. You legally can only drive and work so many hours in the day. So anyway, I don't want to go on a, too much of a tangent, but I'm really glad that you highlighted those and you speak with such conviction, which I think is really special too. So thanks for that. The, big, the biggest thing I would like to point out is when you're driving your four-wheeler, your car, your truck, um, your half done, um, and you're coming up to a truck stop or a traffic light, and there's a, a semi in that four, four crossway, take into consideration that when he's making his turn, he has to realize he has to have enough room to turn. Um, I've sat in traffic many times and watched as cars park as close to getting through the intersection as possible with a semi that's coming out, um, trying to make the turn, does not have enough room. Um, if, there's a, if there's a semi that's trying to get out onto the road and there's a line of traffic, um, stop and let the semi go. Yes. He's, he's got a schedule to meet. He's um, just, just be aware of the trucks that are around you. And, you know, yeah, we don't like to get behind them. They're slow. It takes them time to build up speed, get going. You get behind them in a passing lane or whatever. And, but just take into consideration that what the size of him, how he has to make that turn, where he's trying to get out, those types of things, those help. Every trucker appreciates the car that stops flashes their high beams and lets the trucker know, go ahead. I'll wait. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Huge sign of respect. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate your advocacy. And I, I re so I have a staple question that I like to ask. And I, uh, I think right now is a great time to ask. It's a good segue just as we do wrap up our conversation today is you are a vocal leader. And I know that our listeners can really see in their minds as we're having this good conversation about, okay, not only do you really care, but you're really knowledgeable in this space. You sacrificed a lot in this space. You've written a book in this space. Are you, when you live your day-to-day, -day, I'll, I'll rephrase. So when you're living out your day-to-day, -day, you're interacting with people in industry, not in industry. Are you consciously aware of the leadership and the legacy that you're leaving? Are you aware of the impacts that you're having on people? Or have you always kind of been the type of person that you speak what you think, you're headed in the right direction and that's just who you are? Or are you really like, no, no, I need to impact people and I'm aware of what's going on and you're grateful for those opportunities? I'm grateful for the opportunities to speak, but um, what impact they have, my, my conversations have, um, I don't speak for that particular impact. If I'm out and about and I'm talking to people and we get into a conversation about trucking, then I will advocate for truckers because without them, um, society would be in a world of hurt. And so I don't 
um, consciously focus on um, what I say. I just speak in the moment, depending on where the conversation leads. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So I appreciate that. And Angel, I just really appreciate the, the fact that you came on the podcast. And I just, I feel like you've given me a ton of value in our conversation today. And I know that's what our listeners are thinking too. So I appreciate that. And as we do come to an end, can you recap again, where people can go to learn more and make sure that they purchase a copy? I really want to add that, but of your book, A Trucker Girl's Dream. Um, you can buy it on Amazon and a variety of um, like Kindle, it's on Google, um, variety of uh, places online. Um, I would appreciate it if people bought the book. It is about trucking. The love story that's involved is secondary. Um, it, is a, it is an advocacy for not only every trucker or anybody out there that wants to be a trucker, uh, male or female, the idea is it's living a dream. If you've got a dream, you you can live it. So I'm I'm walking proof. It took me a while, but the dream did come true. I did get my license. I did drive. I did have opportunities within the industry. And um, I'm extremely grateful uh, for those, for the people that I've met and the people that have helped me and the people that have been behind me. I'm, I couldn't have done it. You can't do things alone. You need, you need a, you need a team, I guess. Um, so, and I'm grateful for you have, um, having contacted me and um, interviewing me. Um, thank you very much. I have appreciated this opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I'm just so grateful link for the, so people can find the book learn more about the book and of course purchase a copy it is in the show notes so to our listeners that is definitely my call to action is definitely check that out and before we end i do want to ask this final question are there more books to come i think that's really important that we quickly touch on that absolutely there are more books to come uh don't they don't deal with um they don't deal with uh tracking uh i have a new one coming out this summer it's called uh, no place like home so um, you can uh, follow me on Facebook and uh, the, all the announcements regarding the book will be there. Awesome. Awesome. It's exciting. Okay, good. So yeah, listeners, thank you so much again and make sure they go check out the book. I've included the link for the Facebook page as well. So that way you can follow Angel's journey and Angel. Yeah. Thank you so much again for hopping on the podcast and just again, for a lifelong journey and advocacy for our industry and just for who you are. And I'm just super grateful for your time today. This was awesome. Thank you again. Thank you very much for having me. I sincerely appreciate it. It's Absolutely. been fun. Good, good. Awesome. Okay, great. Well, enjoy the rest of your day and yeah, I'm excited for your next steps. This is exciting. Thank you. You too. Bye. Angel, honestly, thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the Truck Focus podcast and for the incredible value that you shared during our conversation today. First off, honestly, your journey is amazing. And I really admire the fact that you went for, you really literally went after your dreams, made them a reality, 
operating as a professional driver, hauling heavy haul, honestly, it's just so awesome. So again, thank you so much. To our listeners, again, I really do recommend that you purchase a copy of Angel's book. Connect with her on Facebook. I've included the links directly in the show notes. If this is the first time that you've ever checked out the Truck Focus podcast, I really want to welcome you to our community. And to our dedicated listeners, thank you again so much for your continued investment of time. It really does mean a lot. I ask that you like this episode, but also that you share it out because Angel shared a ton of value today that I believe a lot of us need to hear. I also ask that you subscribe to the channel that you're listening on because we do release content every week and I want to make sure that you're notified of all upcoming content. So you can do that simply by hitting the subscription button. That way you're good to go. As always, let's create a pivotal impact.